This week, the obvious question is, where does talent come from? I'm Mike Trevisano, and this week I ask Joe Bertalek and Bob Meyer about talent. What is it? Where does it come from? For every super talented person that I know, I also know a backstory of incredible hard work and dedication that borders on obsession. So when we say that someone is talented, we can't just be talking about some innate magical ability, can we? And if we can zero in on where talent comes from, then can we foster it in the people around us? Can we foster it in our own children? Here's where it gets sticky. Should we foster it in our kids, even if they hate the thing that we found them to be talented in? If I think of anyone who is really terrific at something, if it's Tiger Woods or it's uh, uh, Taylor Swift, or Long Long, the pianist, or Pablo Picasso, or Jack Welch. I think it's not, it, it's common to hear someone say, man, they are talented. That's a talented CEO, that's a talented piano player, that's a talented, talented singer, right? But I, but I wonder, where does talent come from? Is it something that's completely innate? Were they born and Jack Welch was born to be the greatest CEO that ever filled a desk chair, right? <clears throat> or is it something that, that is, is molded and taught? I mean, what, what is it? Where does talent come from? Yeah, I love the question, Mike. It, it puts me in a place of, of asking that question myself. Is it, is it something that like you said, it's innate, you're born with it, or it's developed somehow. Uh, you know, everything I can think of real quickly off the top of my head, the people who have succeeded, they, they in some cases, succeeded beyond what it looked like they were capable of doing at a younger age. They overcame certain obstacles. In other cases, they, from the very time they were two years old, were coached and, you know, put in a place where they, they got better and better at something, or they recognized for doing something well, and they, they, uh, they continue to do that. Like uh, use you as an example. I mean, you're a piano player, and and you're not a pianist. I mean, you're you're like that guy. You're the guy that um, you may have had tremendous talent. I noticed your your hands are large. I mean, in the sense your fingers aren't stubby like that. But I know, like I'll use Elton John. I, uh, sometimes I see him play, and I think his hands are kind of small compared to your hands. You've got that that basic component that allows you, with a lot of practice. I mean, I know you put a lot of time into it to be incredibly good at that. And I would call that a talent. I would say that. But I would also say that I know from your story, you've gone through a lot of training, a lot of development, personal development. And when I look at other people, I think that's true of most other people as well. But there is something there that I don't know if it's discovered in the person, revealed to the person, that they have something that other people don't have, an ability the other people don't have. And then whoever that interested party is develops that in them. In your case, perhaps your parents or a friend or a music teacher or something. You know, in the case of, uh, we, we talk about Tiger Woods and his golfing skills. You know, his dad prepped him and from a very young age, you know, taught him golf, but taught him more than golf. Taught him how to, how to use his mind to be more effective than all the other players, how to not let that control his game. So I think, I, I want to say, and again, I'm going to balance this with, I think there is a, a part that allows you to be better if you choose to do that. But then I think you have to put the time in, the energy in, and so on to actually produce that talent. Yeah, I, I suspect there's probably you know millions and millions of people who never express their talent that have tremendous ability, but it's never picked up, and they never go forward and produce it. You know, produce anything from it. And the difference between them and you 
is you went ahead and picked up on it, had the ability, the capacity to do it. Like, an example, if you were born and say you didn't have arms or something like that, it would be very difficult for you to be a piano player. But you might play with your toes or something, that would be phenomenal. And you might overcome that. But the fact that you have the, the basic requirements, you know, I'll say it that way, and then choose and enjoy it so much that you can play as a, as a great pianist, pianist uh, that's incredible. I mean, to me, that, that's talent. And uh, th- now I'll say raw talent versus developed talent. I, I don't even know what that means. But at a very young age, when you pick people out, a gymnast or whatever like that, and you see they have this capacity, if you didn't develop them, I don't think you'd ever show it. I don't think you'd ever see that talent for real. You know, I'm going to jump in and say star alignment. You know, a lot of a lot of things have to line up, and and Joe threw out some of those things. You know, I I think back to my four kids, and could I make one of my kids a gymnast or a professional football player or an NBA star? I could probably push them in that direction, and like Joe said, give them the coaching, give them the instruction that they need to do that. Um, but there's a lot of other things, you know, body types, genetics. Um, you know, you hear a lot of things going back to the, the sports world where, you know, there's a professional sports person and they have a, a son and you see lots of those examples where, you know, son or daughter or somebody like if their mom was a famous tennis player, then the daughter, you know, at four years old is playing tennis. Well, other kids might not play tennis till they're 12 year old. Uh, so genetics, the coaching, I, I think another big component of it is for the individual why you can push somebody to say, like Mike is going to develop this talent, like maybe his uh, parents bought him that first piano and they got him piano lessons. But then for Mike, he's got to have that passion and energy to drive it through, right? It's got to be something that you really want for yourself. Uh, You know, like the Tiger Woods example, like playing golf at four years old. I mean, yeah, his dad probably smacked him in the head. I'm not saying he did, but let's just say he did and pushed him to, to really push him towards being the best that he possibly could. And he did get to that point. But if he didn't have that drive and that passion to do that, and, uh, you know, and then some kids get to that point where they figure out, I've seen this with a lot of when I was growing up and I see it with my, my kids and their friends where their parents push them into something. And then they get to that 14, 15 year old point in their life where they're, making decisions for themselves and they're like, why am I doing this again? Like, do I really need to do travel baseball again and ruin my summer? Maybe it's not something they want to do. So it's, it's, that's where I go with it's, it's a great question in terms of where does that talent come from? But it's, it's a lot of things. I think there's, it's, it's one of those things where it's, I can give you the recipe for it, but then Mike or Joe or I could take that recipe and put all those components together and make a clone but that clone might fall flat on its face and have no talent whatsoever. You, you, you both said some cool stuff. I, you know, the thing that really fascinates me about the about the word talent is is where is the question? Another question: Where does where does talent exist on the on the roadmap of somebody becoming really awesome at something? Right? Because if if you have a talent show. You're displaying talent. Let's look at their talent. But what you're really looking at is the finished product. This person is a great singer. This person plays the accordion really well. Whatever, whatever that thing is, right? But, but I really believe that talent happened long before the talent show. It was the thing that, that kind of the spark that got them into the accordion, that made them practice, that made them uh, think about great accordion players and want to be like them. Whatever the thing is, right? That, that it happened 
somewhere on that path. I can't think of one example of the people that I know who are truly talented, who I would say, man, that dude has talent. Yeah. That it doesn't go hand in hand with behaviors that took forever. My sister-in-law is an incredible runner. Bob, you're an incredible runner. You know, and, and I've been running for a long time, and I can't, I couldn't get close to the to the times that you or my sister-in-law have. And I would say, you guys have, have talent. There's a talent there. But then it makes me wonder, mm-hmm. or, or is, do you guys have a passion for it that's different than my yeah. kind of passion? You know, is there some other yeah. element that I'm missing? Well, I think you're right. In the running case, you know, because it's passion and it's also putting in the effort, right? The work. Because for me, my times were, because even right now, it's like, uh, I, I didn't focus on the running in the last year. Well, my breath work isn't where it's at. Uh, my pacing's not where it's at. But why is it not? It's because I wasn't putting in the time. So it was easy to slip back. So it's it's just like you with the piano. It's like if you stop playing and practicing for a couple of years, you're, you're not going to totally disregard everything that you've learned but there's probably a part of catch-up that you're going to have to make but yeah i'm fascinated as you are by the word talent because like even with the talent show are those kids really who's the judge of talent because in the case of a runner or yeah in the case of running like i would feel more talented if another runner said that i was talented and the same thing for playing the piano i think you know for somebody that's maybe on your level to say, or even superior, or it may be a couple rungs below you to say that you're talented, that would mean more, at least to me, than somebody that has no idea what it's like to play the piano, or somebody that doesn't run at all and says, well, you're a very talented runner. In a way, the word talent for me is like that, it's a cliche kind of thing. It's like, ah, he's so talented. you know. And I agree with you, you recognize, you don't even have to use the word talent if the person really is like above, you know, it's just hit the pinnacle of where they need to be for whatever that, you know, skill is that they have. Are they accomplished or are they talented? And then I throw in the whole creative curveball that, I don't know, for me, it's depending on what you're doing, if it's music or if it's if it's art or if it's, um, you know, something along that kind of spectrum or writing I go with more of the creative. Like I'd rather have somebody say, oh, "You're really creative. You're really inventive," versus talented. Sounds like Bob. You're a, you're a professional. Thank you. Yeah, I like being a professional. Yeah. And I, I'm thinking about running versus like playing the piano. Or uh, as an example, where I think Bob, being a tall person, uh, long legs, I think you're suited for that. And I would think when when you go to a a, a race like that, a, a serious race, most of the people resemble you in some way i mean they're lean they're you know they've got a good stride that kind of thing and you don't see too many people you know four foot eight or whatever come out there and race although there probably are people that do that probably you know basketball another good example i i wouldn't want to play you in basketball if we were teamed up just based on our genetic because you're you're what six four Six three, six four. Well, uh, actually, close to six six. six okay, five yeah. And see, and a half. I'm, <laughs> I'm minimizing. You see that? But you're big. I know you're tall that way, and I'm not. You know, I'm five ten, and and so I, I used to play basketball. And I used to play with guys like you, and, and you have an, an advantage right from the start. But there are people that play basketball very well that aren't as tall. You know, that have a different kind of. So I think there's some talent that is developed in that sense, and then there's some inherent stuff you have based on your genes and your background and stuff. And I, I, I would say the same thing with Mike, with piano playing. 
but I'll put this on, and again, it's probably going to sound stupid when I say it. I think there's more to the piano playing part when it comes to talent than there is to the running part. And I'm maybe totally off in saying that. I think genetics figures more into you being a good runner than it does into Mike being a piano player. And I, I again, I could be totally wrong in saying that. It just feels like that to me that, um, you know, that somehow what he had to do to get to the level he is playing the piano versus what you had to do to get to the level of running. You might have put in as many hours running and stuff, but it just seems like there's something non-genetic related to that more so than than the running part. But again, I, I may eat those words by the end of the podcast or if I think about this a little bit more. But there is something, there's something magical, I think, about other people identifying your talent. You, know, you both have said that earlier, that there's something that makes a difference when people around you point to you as having a certain talent. And if you have it, you know, if you've expressed it and you didn't, just didn't notice it in yourself, it goes a long way in helping you develop that. And it's kind of revealed to you who you are. It's revealed to you that you, are, you could be this person, you might be this person, you will be this person. And I think that big part of the brain that looks at that says, yeah, I could do that. And, and then to your point, Mike, you enjoy it, you like it, you get into it. You know, you give up your summers, you give up your, Bob, you were saying the baseball summers and stuff. But the person who thinks they're going to be a great baseball player is probably willingly do that, you know, given that payoff. Boy, you, you, you just, here, here's something for you coming right off of that because I think I, I'm with you and, and, and me as a person, I, I, I'm a flower and I blossom into this piano playing flower but I can take that same story and here's the real interesting one I think that same story but you can twist it and make it a little bit a little bit uglier if I say what if I see a kid my kid uh, has a talent but he hates what he does but I know if he just taught if he just pushes through, he's gonna be great. I, one of my one of my closest friends is an outstanding jazz piano player. Really, really terrific. And he will tell you that he hated to practice when he was a kid. He hated it. And 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 it's only now that he looks back and kinda of, and is thankful that his parents forced him to practice. Because now he likes to do it. But at the time he hated it and it had to be pushed through it. I have other friends who who were on the other end. They were incredibly uh, talented kids. I know a guy who was a violinist, an incredible violinist, went all the way through and studied violin at freaking Juilliard and hasn't picked it up in 15 years. He hates it. Can't even look at the stupid violin. You know, so there, there are two sides of this kind of uglier coin that say, you know, you identify a talent. We, we, we kind of determined that the talent isn't exactly the outcome, but it's like some part of the process that lets you know there is going to be a cool outcome to this. So do we, do we, do we force our kids to, to do stuff if we recognize the talent knowing that eh, maybe they don't like it? Yeah, be, a, be a tiger dad, mm. right? That's yeah, right. Yeah. I, 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 it's funny, I face this with my own kids and I, I see it now with my grandchildren too, is, is that same thing. You know, they love soccer, they love tennis, they love all those sports. To what extent? How much? And how much do you give up for it? I remember there's a question asked very similar to what you were saying years ago. Would you rather be forced to do something and potentially wind up hating it or not be forced to do it and maybe pick it up as a young adult or an adult and love it? And, and exactly, uh, the person who was asking the question wanted to learn the piano. But he was convinced that if he was forced to play it as a kid, he wouldn't want to go anywhere near it. He'd have been totally messed up by it. And he said, so I'm, I'm kind of fortunate that my parents saw that, saw that I didn't really want to do it, and allowed me the freedom to not do it. 
So I, I love the piano now. I'm loving doing it. I'm at a point in my life where it matters to me. Back then, you know, Bob, you said when, start, when kids start making decisions about summers and their life and chasing girls or chasing guys, whatever, you know, that 14, 15, 16-year-old, you know, they might resent everything you do when you're trying to make them something they don't want to be at that point. And you might kill them. You might kill a spirit that eventually, like your friend Mike, he doesn't play the violin. And he's talented. He's got the talent to do it. And somehow it was messed up. So I, I don't know the answer to it. I, I, I think about this quite a bit, but I, I don't know I don't know the answer. I, I love the idea that you get to make your decision and, and it plays out that way. But every now and then I think, what if I had done it differently? What if I had pushed a little bit harder or done a little bit more in any any area? You know, so I have that talented golfer. That uh, I do have a talented golfer, actually. So that's kind of. But he loved golf. Both of my sons love golf. But my uh, younger son is a is an incredible golfer. So it's like it's one of those things. Uh, they and they both came up the same way, loving it. Neither one was forced to do it. I didn't play golf back then. You know, it, was, it only became dull for me to keep caddying until I finally decided I got to hit the ball and try it. And I was probably in my late thirties, forty maybe, when uh, when that occurred. So I think there's a, a point where. You know, that's a great question. I, I almost don't want to answer it because it'd be too simple. Everybody's life is so different. Yeah, I think of the the terms wasted talent or or the looking in the past and saying he had so much promise or she had so much talent. And what that means is, well, they wait. What you're saying is they wasted it. They should have done this. But there, I go back to my stars aligning thing. That it's it's it is about putting in the effort and the hours. But you got to have that passion and energy to see it through. And and I don't know as somebody that writes and you know plays guitar and has you know creative pursuits and things like that. That's stuff that I would. I don't know if somebody would say, well, Bob's talented or he's proficient at this or he's competent. I don't. I don't really worry about those words. What I worry about. Well, I don't even worry about it. I. I I, re- I relax to that. I do it anyway. I don't do it to make money. And I think the same thing maybe for the, is it truly a, a talent thing is the people that do things that don't worry about the outcome, meaning the payoff, right? And maybe the payoff spoils things sometimes where you're thinking about, well, he's going to be a professional NFL player. Well, what happens if you don't make it to the NFL? He still had talent, but maybe he just wasn't fit and built for the NFL. There's so many college stars and standouts that don't make it in the NFL. But that's got to be tough for them because their star has fallen and then they're, maybe people look at him and could they say he's not talented anymore? But no, wait, he was talented. He was a star and now he's not anymore. I don't know. I, I, I struggle with that a little bit in terms of where, where did the talent go? Did it, it just like, like, it's like letting the air out of a balloon. It just dissipated. So who's the judge of talent? So, Mike, yeah. you're asking, like, where does the talent come from? <clears throat> maybe you have to even ask, like, who's judging? Like, who? maybe it's just you. You know, if I say I'm talented, I mean, parents do that for their kids all the time, right? They're like, oh, little Joey, he's so talented, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to tell you who you are because I'm not telling you your kid's not talented. But, uh, <laughs> but maybe, Bob, just, <laughs> maybe in that small circle, you know, but there's always that other level, right? It's like we challenge ourselves to say, yeah, you know, Mike's, or not using Mike as an example, but let's say somebody else is just playing the uh, piano. Well, maybe they're good in their little high school, but then they go to Juilliard, and there's people that are 10 times better than them. Are they still talented? Yeah, but not necessarily on the level of some of these other folks. Yeah. I thought of an example when you're saying, you know, who judges talent and stuff. It's been going on for years with the Miss America contest, right? Back in the day, it was a bunch of attractive women, um, vying for 
uh, for the most part, looks, you know, who, who looks the part of Miss America, whatever that definition is. And they had some, some judges. And I, I remember the first time I, I saw the judges and thought about it, they're just people. It's not like there's a machine out there judging certain characteristics of, you know, the length of their face, the color of their hair, things like that. It's just a bunch of people, you know, making decisions on who Miss America is based on some criteria, probably mostly their own criteria. But then it came to the point where the talent part became an interesting piece of it. You know, they said, it can't just be about beauty. It's got to be about other things. And they had the talent competition. Now, I, I don't watch the show, but I remember watching it as, as a younger person. And, and uh, some of those talents really were pretty bad. I mean, I think to myself, what if you have a situation where you, you get to the point where you're in the contest, you're very attractive, you've got all the right features and everything else, but you just don't have any talent? Well, generally, that becomes uh, something like, baton twirling or you know one of those things that not that it's not a talent but it's it's like a filler and i think pretty quickly the person that comes out and can sing opera the person that plays the piano you know like mike does that kind of thing those people i would say whoa they have talent but if i'm sitting there as one of the judges the person that comes out and twirls the baton or does some kind of a a simplistic talent like that i think they couldn't even come up with a level of talent that even looks like talent to me. So I would right away score that one as very low, maybe zero. So there are judges, and we do know what talent looks like in that sense. But I wonder now, as I'm thinking about it, why would I score the baton twirler any lower than I would the piano player? Hmm. You know, that reminds me of, uh, you know, America's Got Talent, right? That's a very popular show. And and it's weird because they, they do pit people against each other that are from total extremes, you know, a comedian versus a magician, a, you know, a musical dance troupe versus, you know, an opera singer. And it's like, wait, these things don't go together. Like, and I hate <laughs> opera, so I'm not going to vote for that person. And you look at the judges and who are the judges? It's Howard Stern or, you know, like all these people from different walks of life that we know as celebrities, but they're no better judged than you and I are watching it on the TV. Right. And then they do the final thing, right, where the, the people at home vote. So mm-hmm. we do become judges if we want to participate. We yeah. can, don't we select, I don't know this, but don't, isn't the vote selected from the audience, I, uh, from the general public? It, I think it might be. In I the, don't know. You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all out of our depth on how the show works. I hate, I hate that show to begin with only because it's, it's uh, from an editing perspective. They always show the crowd and how they're smiling and laughing. And the person that is really awful they pan in on the audience and they're all clapping and cheering. But I know there's these big applause meters everywhere. And I'm like, why do they have to do that? Like, just let it play out. I'd rather see the reaction of everybody like kind of like sighing and saying, oh, my gosh, this person's <laughs> terrible. But they make everybody look good. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so there is a judge somewhere. And we, we do have that ability. We have the ability to observe and to make, make judgments or uh, maybe be better to say make an assessment on it because the judgment has a negative sound to it but we just kind of have our opinion we have an opinion as to what is good and what is bad what's a talent what isn't you know and again i'm going back to the from my perspective i think of talents as things that are hard for me to learn or hard for what i would say people to learn but i think i probably put myself into that equation and say i've tried the piano and it is really hard and i watch mike play and i think that's talented now you know? bob i've seen you run and if I were six foot five, I could probably run right along with you, I think. So I can consider it less of a talent. I don't mean, again, to take a shot at runners at all. I don't mean that because runners actually have to certainly practice and develop, like, say, breathing skills and stuff. But I think I'd stand a better chance of competing with you than if I sat down with Mike and tried to play the piano. I, I think you're right. And any even the funny thing for, for runners is I, 
you know, my stride is certainly longer than other people, but I got a lot more body to carry, you know, down. <laughs> so it, it's kind of interesting yeah. for me as most of the people like in races that are, let's say, competitive, um, the, the average runner, you know, or the best runners are probably under six foot. They're probably like 5'10". Uh, even Ooh. like you go to like an NFL thing too, you would think like, I don't know what the average size of a running back is, but if you look at some of the premier running backs in the NFL, uh, and, and look at them standing next to the rest of their teammates. They're most of them are under six foot. They're like five, some five eight, five nine, five ten. So it's 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 pretty interesting. So you know, this is pretty cool. We're we're at the mark. So before I ask you guys for your closing comments, I just want to tell you, thank you, because of all things, and I don't think this has happened before. You guys answered my question for me. I'm just realizing, where does talent come from? It comes from you. It doesn't come from the person who's doing the thing. It's an it, talent. I'm understanding now is nothing more than an, an opinion or word bestowed on someone from somebody else. Like if you guys say, I mean, you keep on bringing me up, me as an example of talent, and and you guys have heard me say this. I do not. I I don't. I don't reject the idea. I don't. I don't want to be some arrogant jerk. Me, I'm not talented I, but i don't think of myself as talented at all and i'm not being humble or anything like that i just don't i just know i i sat behind that big piece of wooden furniture for so many thousands of hours that i don't see it i i see i have proclivity i like it i love it i listen to it when i'm not playing you know i and and so I do it because I think it's really, it's really, really cool. Somebody may say that I've got a talent, but I would never say that. I would say Bob is a talented runner. My sister-in-law is a talented runner. I've, uh, musician friends of mine are super talented. But I don't know if any of them would say that they are talented. It's, maybe it's just it's a crown you can't put on yourself. So what do you guys think? Final thoughts? Yeah. I'll jump in and say I'm not a talented runner. Like even for me hearing that, it's like, wow, that's, that's horrible. Like there's plenty See? of other people that I run with that would say, oh, Bob's okay. He can keep up with me. But yeah, it, it's all about the circle of people and, and who are the judges. And I agree with you, Mike. It's 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 a crown that's bestowed upon you. And it's for somebody that's a non-runner or I've I had that with running where I'll, I'll be on the greenway and I'll, uh, you know, people see me practice running and people have come up to me and said, hey, you know, just so you know, um, I see you out like every Saturday and Sunday, and I try to keep up with you, and uh, and and I never can. But you always push me pretty far. And like these are people I would never know because they're behind me. But then a guy came up to me in a race one time, and he told me, you know, he said, "Hey, I just want to let you know you're really helping my running, you know, because I, I see you all the time, and I'm like I'm trying to catch up to you." But but then there's other people that I can never catch. So you know, running's all about finding your squirrel. It's the person that you know you can pace with and and push yourself a little bit. But yeah, I don't consider myself talented. But I but I like what you said, Mike. In terms of it's the opinion of other folks, and maybe more important for me and and even listeners is is you know not not the talented, but the the passion and the energy. I don't even care if you're not talented, but if you're really putting your heart and soul into something that that drives you, I I would give you the crown of being talented. So even if there was that kid, like like. Joe said earlier, like maybe it's that uh, that piano player that is playing with their toes. You know, we've seen that, or, or somebody that has some kind of disability and they're able to overcome that, and, and let's say play wheelchair basketball or something like that. I, I I don't know if talented's the right word, but I would feel good about that person and say they've done something that other people can't do, and and me personally, I can't do that. So maybe that's where it comes from. Is where talent comes from is me knowing 
I can't do the same thing that person's doing and wow it's that wow factor it's like that's amazing like so if I listen to Mike and, and see a YouTube video of him playing piano it's not just the music it's watching his hands and it's like wow that's so intricate how does he remember all that and it all comes together and there's a melody there it's like that's amazing so that's talented you do have talent Mike <laughs> so, so so sad so spoken so yeah so I'm, I'm a little confused but I'm getting less confused by it but but here's something that happened uh, years ago that makes me think about this now my older son said to me uh, one day he said what's it like to be the best in the world at something I said well I don't know I've never come close to any of that I mean like what would that he goes you know like to be the best at something he said certainly there's something in the world that I could be the best at and I said well you mean like sports or you know, music, or he says, yeah, it could be all that stuff. He says, but I don't think I could compete with that. You know, he's he's not tall enough to be a basketball player, you know, whatever. He has talent, certainly talent, but uh, he asked the question in such a way that made me think about it, and then he said to me, what if I just pick something that nobody else does and practiced it till the point I was the best in the world? And I remember that kind of stuck with me after that, thinking, is that what people do? I mean, is that like, you know, it, 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 the person can play piano with their toes isn't doing it you know, to be a concert pianist for the most part. I mean, they have too much against them for that, but they're doing it in a way that for their level of, of competency, what they can do based upon what they have to, you know, used to do it, they're doing really great. So we talked about that, and he, he came up with ideas of things like, um, I don't know if you've seen this thing where they stack cups, you know, they have this cup stacking contest. Well, that wasn't around at the time, but something like that. He said, what if I practice, you know, catching this ball this way and this thing, and I get to the point where I do it better than anybody else? And it got me thinking, yeah, you could do that. I mean, something that you're capable of doing, and then, uh, to your point, Mike, spend a lifetime doing it, that would make, that would, that would make it, that would do it. You know? and, and if you get to that point, you are, I would say, you, people would say you're talented at that, and you're probably the best in the world. There was one other thing I thought of with, uh, there was a violin player, I think, that after a performance, somebody from the audience came up to him and said, oh my God, you play incredibly well. I mean, it, I would give my life to play like that. And the person responded and said, yeah, I did. And it makes me think of, you know, that, that time you put in, the energy you put in to develop the talent on the other side is, is a lot of work. It's, a lot of, it's more than just um, being born with something a certain way. Uh, and it's probably, well, many people are on this, this earth, there's probably tons of people that can do things. But to take that, develop it, and become the thing, whatever that is, that's where we, I think we call it talent, and we, you know, we, we see it as a young person, and then we develop it as they, as they get older. So, yeah, good, great, great podcast. Thanks. Thank you both. Uh, to our listeners, what do you think? What, uh, where does talent come from? What do you, uh, is, it, is it just purely innate? Is it something you can, you can teach, and if you can spot it in someone early on, do you, do you, do you make the choice and, and make them go down that path when maybe they don't even want to? What do you think? Join us at obviousquestion.wordpress.com. You can check out older episodes. You can uh, give comments. We love to hear from you. We would love you to join us and give us your thoughts on this stuff. But, you know, we're not alone in this. We're just three dudes trying to answer some questions. Uh, check us out, uh, obviousquestion.wordpress.com. Uh, get us iTunes, SoundCloud, TuneIn Radio. Leave us a review. Uh, we'd love, uh, love it all. Thank you very much. <laughs>